0: Hello everyone, this is Levi with FastingLane.com and I know it's been a while since we brought you a new podcast episode, but we haven't forgotten about you. Eve took to Facebook Live in the month of April to discuss uh, Life in the Fasting Lane, the book, the book's diversity, which she will explain in a moment and just to kind of answer some questions from folks that commented during the live broadcast. So without any further ado, let me present to you Miss Eve Mayer and the Life in the Fasting Lane podcast. Hi. What's up, everybody? I am here. I am one of brilliant and talented authors of Life in the Fasting Lane with Dr. Fung and Megan Ramos. I am here today because I am selling, selling, I'm celebrating, I'm not selling it, you can get it at the library or you can buy it, whatever. I'm celebrating this book's anniversary. I've made that up. But on April 7th, I know I'm a day behind, this book came out. And on April 7th, I achieved my dream, I wouldn't say a lifelong dream, but at least a 12-year dream, maybe a 20-year dream, probably more of a 12-year dream of becoming a New York Times bestselling author. My name is Eve Mayer. I'm a New York Times bestselling author along with Dr. Jason Fung and Megan Ramos because of this book, Life in the Fasting Lane. And today, I'm gonna answer your questions about this book. How did this come to be? Who the heck am I? You know, Jason and Megan are pretty famous, but, but who the heck am I? No holes barred answers. And, and it's going to be very exciting um, for me because I am 72 hours into fasting right now. So, to celebrate this book's anniversary, I am drinking some delicious, spicy pickle juice, dill, no sugar. Check that on the back. I can get you sometimes. Uh, this is something I learned from Megan Ramos that helps me extend my fasting. And ever since I started doing it, I don't get headaches when I fast. Uh, I don't, I'm not as much as a jerk when I fast. Maybe I'm still a jerk, but I'm not as much of a jerk. And it has to do with the, the salt, um, that you need when you're fasting or doing an extended fast. I told many of you for many times, I'm not going to ever do an extended fast again. And I was wrong. Here I am, right? 72 hours. So cheers to you. Let's talk about the story behind life in the fastening. lane. So ask me questions. If you have questions, tell me about you and I'll give you the scoop. So here's the story. Um, my name is Eve Mayer. I live in Texas. I'm originally from Louisiana. And in 2008, I was really big into social media and I wrote my very first book. This is a really old book. I don't like really think you can find this book anywhere. It was called Social Media for the CEO, right? Um, But look, I printed it myself. It's like a hardback book, printed it myself, had no idea what I was doing. It took off and then I wrote a book called The Social Media Business Equation, which was my first book that was like all over the world and the first time I ever got to sign books in bookstores and I could go into an airport and find my book and that was really cool. And it led to a business for me and, and, and a lot of writing and excitement. Then I got divorced, I don't know how many years that was ago now, nine years maybe, 10 years, nine years? I should probably remember that. And I wrote a book called Get It Girl Guide to Online Dating and Sex to Kit. It's a little dirty. Uh, it's for grown women who were frustrated with how to do online dating, right? They weren't putting themselves first. I did a TED talk on the fearless alter ego, uh, published this book. I think it's a really cute book. It's, it's definitely a, a little dirty and, and pretty hilarious. And um, I had a lot of fun with this book. But still, not a New York Times bestseller, right? Like, and, and if you're an author or you dream of being an author, a New York Times bestseller is like the Academy Award, the Emmy, uh, the CEO Um, the head PTA mom, like the top of your heap, first in the uh, running a marathon, as you can tell, I don't know anything about running, but like whatever that would be called. All right, so still didn't accomplish it, you know, we're many years in. So I, if you don't know me, um, have struggled with obesity my entire life. Uh, My highest weight was 300 pounds, and I went to binge eating uh, treatment which I learned a lot from especially around therapy and how to be kind to myself how to be kinder to myself how to stop negative self-talk um, I went to a readers anonymous I read books I went to therapists I, I tried to overcome obesity from the age of 18 uh, until the age of my early 40s and I, I guess maybe mid 40s and I had success at times right um, sometimes I would lose weight. Sometimes I'd work out with a trainer and lose weight. But being a girl from Louisiana, eating was really my life um, in my particular family. Eating was social. eating was pleasurable. Uh, it was entertainment and and let's be honest, the, the food in Louisiana is freaking incredible. so you know there's that. And my mom was an amazing cook. Um, but I, I used food, right? Like it was definitely if you like, this is funny to say, but like if I could choose between meth, which I, I promise I have not done, or food, the food looks better to me. Like it, it always looks better, even like wine. Like I think wine is really pretty, but I would rather cake and a hamburger, right? Like I, not the wine. Um, and so I really struggled with it. So 300 pounds, uh, struggled with uh, borderline diabetes, infertility, you know, many issues, um, six medications, asthma, all these things had bariatric surgery three times. Cause I like to really uh, push things to the limit. So I had bariatric surgery three times. I had um, lap band twice. I had it and then it didn't work very well. So the solution was I should have it again. Um, And then I had gastric sleeve. Uh, I can talk briefly on the topic of of gastric uh, surgeries. Um, For me, lap band was not a right solution. I had some success with gastric sleeve, and I can't say personally that I regret having that. Um, Had I known about fasting and understood it at the time, I don't think I would have needed that. So I would have made a different decision. But at that time in my life, that's what I knew, and it did help. But it did not make my hunger go away, my constant nagging hunger that made me feel like something was different about me. Something was totally wrong with me and nobody else could understand it. I'm hoping some of you give me some comments, give me some feedback, some love, some hate, whatever. Well, don't give me hate, but you know what I'm saying. So I go on this journey, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, have different experiences, but never solve it until I try low carb. And for the first time in my life with low carb, I experienced a cessation of hunger. I experienced feeling full, which I never felt full before, even at 300 pounds, even eating three dinners, even snacking 10 times a day. I never felt full. I, I just didn't understand what the hell people were talking about. So about five or six weeks into eating low carb, I felt full. And then Dr. Suzanne Slonim, who was a brilliant doctor friend of mine, said, you should really read this book called The Obesity Code by Dr. Jason Fung, who I'd never heard of. And I read the book on an airplane, I threw my breakfast away, my husband thought I had lost my mind, and as many of you know, I really thought at first when Dr. Jason Fung talks about in the obesity code like low carb makes sense and, and this is what insulin resistance is and this is how it works and here is how low carb changes those things and here is how eating whole foods uh, makes sense and, and here's what you do. And I felt like really validated, right? Like I am so smart, I have, I've really figured this out at the at a young age of, I guess I was 44. You know, I'm, I'm quite brilliant. Uh, but then he started talking in obesity code about fasting I never fasted in my life. Um, fasting was something to me as a girl from South Louisiana that people from certain religions did. maybe they were Buddhist or, or, or I had a Muslim friend or I never related Catholicism with fasting, which apparently that does happen, but in my family, uh, it did not <laughs> maybe because the food was too good. Um, and so I, I didn't really understand it, right? And fasting to me sounded really dangerous because I had been taught from doctors um, that if I wanted to lose weight, I was going to need to eat six to eight times a day, which I was very dedicated to because I'm super good at eating. So I could easily eat six, eight, ten times a day. That was supposed to make me lose weight. I was very large and that did not work. Uh, I exercised. I had trainers. That did not work. I got hypnotized. That did not work. I took... um, Fin, fin back in the day when that was the thing that did not work. Uh, I thought about getting growth hormone injections that didn't work. Uh, I did slim fast and Nutrisystem and uh, Weight Watchers and everything, just absolutely everything. Uh, it didn't work. Um, and I only tried for like, you know, 30 years probably. <laughs> but what happened was when I read obesity code, and this doctor says, you know, don't eat. I'm like, I'm not an idiot. I obviously know that if I eat less, my metabolism's going to shut down and I'm going to get even fatter because that's what happens when I eat less. I get even bigger, right? And so I was really pissed at Dr. Fong, and I simply fasted because I wanted to prove him wrong. Um, apparently, I think I'm way smarter than a doctor with my bachelor's degree. Uh, so that, that also makes sense. You know, I'm having some things here. If somebody would share a comment with me, it would super help because I, I can't tell if anybody's on. Um, or here, but maybe I'm just talking to myself. And that's healthy too. So I, I started trying fasting for like 36 hours. And by the end of it, I wasn't dead. And I was so pissed off that I didn't feel poorly. So then I got very angry and I fasted for 10 days. And it was, maybe it was 11. I think it was 10. It was really stupid. I did everything wrong. I didn't know about salt. I didn't know about water. How Like I had water, but I didn't have enough water. I didn't understand Epsom salt baths. I didn't understand um, all the things that Megan and, and Jason and the fasting method will teach you, right? Like I just didn't understand it. Um, and and. I did everything wrong, and and then I lost a bunch of weight. And it worked, and then I went back to intermittent fasting, and that worked. And so, I eventually reached out to uh, Dr. Fong on Twitter. And as a past social media person, I had you know a, a large Twitter following, uh, and and asked him a question. And he's really great on Twitter, and, and answered my question. And I was really enamored with him. So I, you know, we got on the phone. We had a chat. Um, I learned more about Megan. I I read the the complete guide to fasting and, and then I was fortunate enough to go out and go to Toronto with my husband and, and go and meet Megan and Jason and was just amazed by them. Right. And when I met them, I was like, Hey, you know, you set out all these protocols of things you can do and you tell people, you know, uh, you can skip breakfast, you can do a 24, you can do alternate day fasting. You don't snack. Just tell me like, you and i are here in person right now like just tell me like what's the answer what's the answer just just tell me the fasting schedule just like we used to get those uh cabbage soup diets and the the real answer was like you eat this cabbage soup for this many days with this things in it and you lose x pounds like i was really still after that and i was convinced that megan and jason knew the answer and they just like why would not they just tell me right Um, and so I kept on asking for that and they were like, it depends. And you have to look at this thing and the person's health and what medications they're taking. And I was like, oh geez, look at, look at these two fit people. Can they not just tell me the answer? Like, I know they have it now. I understand that what they said was true and it depends on the person and each person is unique with unique health conditions and unique goals and unique worries and concerns and, um, psychological challenges. And, and so it wouldn't have been fair for them to make up some magical answer that, that goes for everybody. So I was really intrigued by that. I had three books out, and, and um, Megan and Jason and I decided to start doing some writing together and decided to write a book. And that is how the idea of Life in the Fasting Lane came about. Um, for me, although I really, you know, the obesity code changed my life, and I really like the Complete Guide to Fasting. Science and math are not my favorite classes. And sometimes it was just too much. I would get lost in it, right? Uh, I learned, but then I really craved something more simple. Um, and I thought that uh, my voice is a pretty good voice. Why? Well, I think I'm relatable, right? Like, like look at me. I'm cute. Like, I'm super cute. There's no denying it but I'm like your best friend, Q, right? Um, I've lost weight, I don't weigh 300 pounds anymore, but I still weigh around 200, so I'm kind of adorable, right? I'm not threatening, I'm relatable. Uh, I don't have much of a filter, and I'm also really bad at this, all right? I'm, I'm really bad at fasting, and I used to get so frustrated reading about fasting And and just hearing these people that were like, oh my gosh, this is so easy, you know, like this is so easy. It's the answer. I agree it's the answer, but none of it was easy for me. And those people, I I, I felt jealous, right? Like I felt frustrated and I felt jealous. And I thought, what if somebody who is really bad at this, me, (laughs) Um, but perseveres, shared their real experiences about the things that they discovered, the mistakes that they made, the things that they learned from megan and jason and so that's how the idea of the book came about um it still has the science because you, you have to be curious about the body and understand it but it has less of the science there are some people that are like listen life in the fasting lane is not where it's at the obesity code is where it's at look that may be the case for them i totally get it these books are very specific some people like all of them some people like only one um, and people who are like, I want more science, I want more data, uh, I want more information. I think the obesity code, like, it makes the best sense. Um, Complete guide to fasting is really simplified and straightforward. A good story. It's a uh, you know, Dr. Jason Fung and Jimmy Moore, um, and they really do a great job. And I learned a lot from that book. Um, so this book is different. Life in the fasting lane. And you'll see here, there's three authors. There's Jason Fung. There's Eve Mayer. And there's Megan Ramos, and this is Life in the Fasting Lane, How to Make Intermittent Fasting a Lifestyle and Reap the Benefits of Weight Loss and Better Health. And today, well really yesterday, is our book's anniversary, which is a holiday I've made up, and I'm going to celebrate every year, because on April 7th, our book came out, and on April 7th, we hit the New York Times bestseller list because of you, right? And so the intention of the book was to do something that had never been done before, because I think for me when i want to explore my health when i want to explore my weight loss i wanted three types of people i wanted my best friend who was going to tell me what sucked about this what was good about this the truth about this the easy way out about this the secrets to this right how could i get away with less work that's me i wanted a brilliant scientific mind a researcher that's megan ramos who knows more about this who has worked in this for decades who can answer anyone's question who has worked with all these different people struggling through fasting in different ways. And then Dr. Jason Fung, who is one of the world's largest authorities on fasting, the science, what he's seen medically, what he has seen, help people, what he has seen not work. And so the book itself actually has sections by each of us to address each of those issues. So I think it is a great blend of a best friend, a bit of humor, a way of setting goals, the science, and all the answers you've ever needed around this. All right, I'm gonna ask, is anyone here? Oh, now there are all the comments. Y'all, there were no comments before, so I just thought I was talking. All right, hi, Cassie. Uh, Angie, I miss your podcast, you look great. Angie, I really like you. Um, I'm working on it, Uh, as I, I told some of you before, i gained some weight lost some weight gained some weight lost some weight during covid and at the worst point gained about 20 pounds um i'm fixing it now i am uh, 72 hours into this fast and i'm pretty determined and um i will give you a report uh when i decide to get back on the scale in the next couple of days when i decide to end this fast um the podcast i hear you so a couple things a lot of you ask me regularly Eve, will you be my fasting coach? And let me tell you right now, you are lovely, but no. I will be no one's fasting coach because I would be a horrible fasting coach. Um, I'm not patient even with myself and I, I wouldn't be good at it. So I suggest the coaches at thefastingmethod.com. They're the people that help me and I think they're really smart. I don't work there, there are people that help me and I am not a fasting coach. You, you do not want me to be your coach. Uh, the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, had to take a break from it. I started a new company, uh, called diversity crew focused in diversity, equity and inclusion. And I have invested all my money in it, all my time, I work with an incredible group of people. And I'm very passionate about that. And it just gives you very little time for podcasts. However, I have committed tonight to talking openly about this book's anniversary and turning this into a podcast. So you might be listening to this right now going, damn, this is a great podcast. Thank goodness Eve is back after a year. Um, so I probably won't be doing video podcasts, but we're gonna shoot every once in a while to put audio podcasts out. Uh, Dawn says she's sending love. Thank you, Dawn. I will take that love. Oh, back to you, Angie. You look great. Let me tell you why I look great. I don't think I look great. I will get there because I think if you any of you know me, um, when I look great in my mind, I will tell you. <laughs> it is time to praise me now. So here's one, a couple things I've done. I've been fasting for four days. Um, I've been fully vaccinated and I've shaved my legs. So everybody should be really excited about that because there were definitely many months that I did not shave my legs. We talked a lot yesterday about bras. I don't know if I'm ever going back, y'all. I'm trying to when I go out of the house, but as you can see right now, you're only seeing up here, right? And so that's where I'm at. My skin looks pretty good because I'm fasting. Um, I am set up for a microdermabrasion next week. It's like, I don't know if you've ever had one, but basically they get this little vacuum and they suck all the stuff out of your pores. and like They vacuum your face and then they give you a facial. It's amazing. Um, But I haven't done any of these things because I wasn't vaccinated until two weeks ago. And so today I went and got my hair done. Um, At the beginning of COVID, my daughter cut off all my hair. I asked her to, um, and so that was fun, except that I had always had very, very long, gorgeous hair, and not to insult short hair, but on me, short hair is a freaking tragedy, so it, it was a situation. Uh, I'm just starting to look like myself again. This is hair day one. By hair day two, it'll, it'll get bigger, but today, I had highlights. I had like low lights and highlights, and did you see since yesterday, if you watched my video yesterday, or whatever day that was, or a couple days ago, the gray is gone, y'all. I'm 47 and there's no gray hair. This is, this is really, this is tremendous. I'm like really digging on myself. You're right, I do look great. Um, so I, I will feel like I look better when I lose the weight that I gained recently, uh, when I just lost it and was feeling very depressed, um, being socially isolated away from friends, away from offices uh, at home. Um, I'm getting close and I am, uh, feeling good about fasting right now. Good as in tonight, I was able to make my husband a salad. And for the first two years in fasting, there was no way I was going to make my husband or my child food while fasting. And I understand how privileged I am. And I've heard from a lot of people, look, I still have to cook for my three-year-old when I'm fasting. It makes it really difficult. And my heart goes out to you because I would think it does too. The smell of food really affects me when I'm fasting. But if I now, and like, I'm, I, I, am I three years into this? More than three years into this? Megan told me, like, a lot of times it takes you two years to get super good at fasting. And of course, I didn't listen to Megan because she knows everything and I was wrong. And it really took me two years to get really good at fasting and being having no patience um, like I do, I was really ticked off at that. So a couple of things happened. I got better at fasting over time. Um I got worse at fasting during the pandemic when I had a lot of stress, when I was away from my friends, uh when I didn't see people and I felt like what does it matter? Like does it even matter anymore? I, I I'm so down, I'm so depressed. Like what does it matter I look like? Why should I shave my legs? Why should I be a healthy weight? Um yes, in the back of my head I said because of health like that would be a good thing to do. But as many of you know, I'm superficial sometimes. Uh, I started on my weight loss journey the last time because I just wanted to be hot. Like I, I, I had lost a lot of weight and I was healthier than I'd ever been. And I just wanted somebody to look at me. Like, you know, I, I wanted to be good looking. And um, so that was my main motivation. Um, and, and then I accidentally got healthier and that was beautiful, and then I bought into the whole health thing. I understand that most of you are not like that. You're like, I have this health issue, and I'm gonna do it, and I'm proud of you, but I am more superficial than that at first. Now I like the health and the hotness. All right, back to comments, sending love. Uh, Sarah says, I too wish I had known about fasting before in my r and I don't regret it, but I wish I would have known. Sarah, I get that exactly, but you, you gotta give yourself grace, right? I wish I would have, this is an interesting thing to say, but I'm going to say it. I wish I would have known about my second husband before my first husband, but I didn't. So here is where I am living my best life in this moment with what I know. Um, All right. Watching from Clearwater, Florida. I did it. I did intermittent fasting, says Angie, in 2019 and lost 30 pounds and pandemic came and gained it all back. I'm uh, being struggling to start, struggling to start back. You are... So normal. I mean, I don't know if you're actually normal, but you sound pretty normal, right, Angie? Um, I went to my gynecologist for a checkup finally. Look, I've been so lonely for people that after I got vaccinated, I went to the gynecologist for a checkup and thought, this is a great outing, right? Um, I went to the dentist, which I I hate going to the dentist, and I was like, this is wonderful. Uh, I haven't been here for a year and a half. I'm so excited. Um, And and so uh, the gynecologist actually said that... Of the patients she had seen, 65% of them had gained 20 pounds or more in the past year of the pandemic. So we're normal is what I'm saying, right? If you're feeling like a loser, then that means that you're calling everybody else a loser. And there's no way everybody else is a loser. It just sucked. It wasn't something we were prepared for. It was hard, but we got through it. And now we, if we've struggled, can start to do better. All right, let's see. Uh, Angie says, me too um let's see what else here hi tampa hit goal with intermittent fasting before pandemic then at least 15 pounds crept back on i'm back on track now congratulations i love that uh mary that that's fantastic 15 pounds i I think most people call it covid 19 and they say it's because they gained 19 pounds so look you, you did better than most people um great congratulations for starting back Carol says, we are on, not in agreement. Thank you. I I couldn't see anybody until now. Uh, Very interesting, so keep going. We're here. Um, Connie says, I haven't read the obesity code book, but heard about fasting through Dr. Fung and started doing it. Lost 20 pounds and my insulin reduced. That's fantastic, Connie. Congratulations. Um, Karen Lynn says, yes, yes, yes. I did all the diets starting at age 13. Until I found Dr. Fung at age 54. Probably ruined my metabolism with all the yo-yo dieting. Yeah, I I hear that. And I used to say the same thing. Like, I've ruined myself. No, we didn't, right? Like, when we fast, eventually, different times for different people, it still works. We're not as irreparable or as broken as we think we might be. Um, As evidenced by the people you see on this group all the time who have struggled with diabetes type 2 for 20 years. And then they try intermittent fasting and we see some people reducing their medicine after a month, going off of medicine after uh, intermittent fasting uh, and and reducing their sugar for a couple of months. So none of us are, are, most of us, I think most humans, um, we think we're, more impossible to to solve than we really are. And, and we're not so nice to ourselves. It's it, it's always curious to me why most humans I meet are so determined to be nice to their spouse and nice to their child and nice to their friends and nice to their coworkers, and then just crap on themselves, right? In their head, in their writing, in their thoughts. And, and I absolutely was guilty of this too. And resolving that, and uh, going to a therapist and and dealing with emotional issues helps me to not eat as much emotionally because I have less emotional issues. I still have emotional issues. I just have less of them. Um, All right, let's see. Uh, Sarah says, I'm loving life in the fasting lane for the same reason it brings the science down to our regular people level. Yes, Sarah, you and I regular people. It was, it was helpful for me too. You're adorable. And I love that. You know that I'm not sure what you're talking about, Dawn, but thank you for saying I'm adorable. Stacy says, it's not easy. It is not easy, right? Like, you know, it's easy just eating all the time, but then I feel like crap. So I'm just not into that anymore. All right. So let me show you some cool stuff about the book. So you've seen this book, Life in the Fasting Lane. You should buy it. You should read it. Or you should just go get it at the library, or you should listen to it, or you should borrow it from a friend, or you should give it as a gift. But let's say you speak French, then you should get this book, which is this book, but in French, all right? One is in French for Canada, and one is in French for uh, France, (laughs) or people who speak French in places outside of Canada. I don't know what these books say, but my daughter could tell us because she speaks French, which is very impressive, and hopefully she's saying good things. Um, Look at this, y'all. I'm an international book author. Do you know that Dr. Jason Fung and Megan Ramos's and my book, Life in the Fasting Lane, is all over the world in different languages and, and adding more all the time? Here, I'll show you another one. This one is in Spanish. I also don't speak Spanish, so I can't read that to you either, but look how cool it looks. My book's in Spanish, right? All right, and this one is a very cool one. Also don't know what it says, but German, right? Our book's in German, Uh, it's coming out, it's out now in Japan, um, Korean, Portuguese, so if you're looking for life in the fasting lane and other languages, it's online somewhere or probably coming. Um, I'm gonna wrap up now because it's 30 minutes unless somebody asks me a very interesting question, which I would, I would love to answer. Uh, just to update you, I am 72 hours into my fast now. I've been doing it with coffee, water, a little bit of cream, uh, and pickle juice, dill pickle juice. Um, my skin, I have no makeup on as I'm pretty sure you can tell, but my skin each day, if you watch these, you can see the skin getting better. If you can't ever can't afford a facial, which I've been in that situation many times in my life, and you fast for a few days, your skin will look like you had a facial. So um, it just gets kind of rosy or, you know, a lot of the dead skin seems to fall off um, if I do an extended fast. So if you can't afford a facial and you're trying to save money and you want to eat less for a few days, that's also healthy. <laughs> right? But I'm going to get a pedicure and a manicure and a facial and a microdermabrasion. And then I'll just tell y'all my nails magically became colored because I was fasting really well. I don't think you're going to believe that, but you know, it'll be a nice thought. All right. So I see Stacy's the last comment here. If we don't have any other comments and questions, I am going to tell all of you, um, give yourself some forgiveness. If you struggled during the pandemic, or you're still struggling during the pandemic, uh, different areas of the world or in different situations, different people experience this differently. Um, You may have lost a job, you may have lost a loved one, you may have lost relationships, you may have lost social interaction, uh, but everyone um, struggled with something and stress makes it for most people more difficult to fast. So give yourself some kindness And try to treat yourself the way you would treat your best friend if she or he um, struggled during a pandemic. What would you say? How would you treat them? Um, What would you think if they gained 12 pounds? Would you think, hmm, that person's just really lame? No. I've seen my friend gain and lose weight, and those are not the thoughts I have. Um, Check out life in the fasting lane. Uh... And you can go to my site, fastinglane.com, and to your health and hotness. And that's it. I'm Eve. Have a great night.